there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome, welcome, welcome to F1 with DRS. Uh, Jethro is in a uh, another location, which is really fun. This is the first virtual session. Where are you, Jethro? Other than clearly the most bar- budget hotel in the area. Yeah, I am in Sebring, Florida for the WEC Sebring 1000 miles. It's Sebring's, what is it, Super Weekend or something? Because there's the IMSA 12-hour and there's the WEC 1000 miles. It's exciting. I'm in the Ramada Lake Placid, which is probably the best or second best two star hotel I've ever stayed in. <laughs> um, well, look, you're so you're down there covering motorsports. That makes a lot of sense for a Formula One podcast. But you're not the only person that was doing hot shot shit. So Matt had the Academy Awards Sunday, and uh, that's a big yeah. event for a celebrity hairstylist. Was it was it hectic? It was hectic. It was, there's always a big break in between because it's like you can really only do two, maybe three people in the day because of how the timing works. But started at about 1130 and finished at 1030. I was home. Only women, right? Only women. If you were to do a man's hair with short hair, you know, what are you, 12, 14 minutes? And then you might do some pageantry and act like you're doing another 40 to make them feel like they get their money's worth? A hundred percent. And I think the reason I don't want to do men's hair is like for red carpet stuff is growing up, I like I had multiple salons in Toronto. And what I realized is that men are often far more picky with their hair than women. Yes. And doing your own hair, like some guys are useless. They don't know how to do their own hair. But if you know how to do your hair and like your hair a certain way, you don't want anyone else to touch it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a I, personal thing. I can relate. Like, um, I, I, I've never had an opinion on a makeup artist when voting mm-hmm. on a TV show. But believe me, with the hair, oh yeah, if I find someone that can do my hair. I got colics galore. You've seen it. You've yeah. got my hair. It's a mess up it's there. It's a mess. Yeah, it's an absolute mess. And then Charlie, uh, we got a big birthday today. Aces nine goes by quick. It does. I was looking through pictures today, and it they all seem like yesterday. There, you haven't met either of the kids, right, Jethro? His boys? No. Okay. Well, they're both tracking to be about seven feet tall. <laughs> they Their shoulders are already four feet wide. They're gorgeous. Ace is like a an outstanding hip-hop dancer, like better than his teacher. Now, listen, I, po- I posed some questions on Instagram. Uh, we had talked about, you know, a lot of people are new to this sport. A lot of people are just, they've watched Drive to Survive. I mean, we're not much better than that. Jethro is the exception. But 
You know, some people have some kind of basic questions and we thought maybe we would tackle some. Yeah. And also, apparently Total Wolf listened to our first episode. Okay, so he left a ton of messages. This is the first one and maybe we'll get through all. I doubt we'll get through all of them because he left so many. I just listened to the most recent episode and you got it completely wrong about Carlos being the best in bed. It's clearly Lewis. <laughs> okay, so I guess Toto didn't agree. A little favoritism there, yeah. Ooh, that, yeah. He must know. Yeah, he might know. He might know. I mean, look, fucking Lewis is very good looking. Very. There's no two ways about it. He's the it. best. No so, one dresses better. Yeah, he's got style galore. He's he's in great shape. He I knows how to dance a, too. He's you've seen there, him. There's a video resurface lately of him in Barbados, just shirt off, just doing some dance moves. Shirt real off? good. Yeah. yeah, I think it was in his. Uh, you know, when he was dating uh, Rihanna. Let's get into a couple questions. Okay, this is a big one. And I'd say this was the most common area of questioning. This is from Allison Smitch. I want to learn more about the tire strategy. Does each car get a certain number of tire sets per race weekend? Do they have to use all tire sets they are allotted? Same tires used for quality and the race? Question mark. The tires, I think, are a disaster in F1 because all we hear about is tires. And I think it takes away from the fact there's drivers in cars. If you listen to some of the commentary, it's all they talk about because it is the most key thing. So the way it works is Pirelli have a number of different tires, uh, different compounds, and they select three from that group, which ends up being a soft, a medium, a hard for specific tracks, effectively. And you do have to use all of those compounds, which is why in qualifying you'll see, and you only get a certain number of those. You don't have to use all of your tires. You just have to use one of each compound. It's a one-stop race. You are obligated to use two different compounds. Right. You could pick any two of those three. Correct. And you have to think, like, the cars are literally space shuttles that's how complicated they are more so and they're spending all this money 150 million bucks hundreds of people and at the end of the day all of that power all of that know-how has to go through four contact patches which is why the tires are so important it's the most boring thing on a car but it's the most critical and actually the most fascinating if you get into it. The other crazy thing is how different the tracks are on the tires. Like they said Bahrain was like the equivalent of running a tire over a cheese grater versus Jeddah, which is coming up, which is much more smooth and it won't be mm -hmm. such an issue. So you would think all surfaces are roughly the same, but some of them eat through those tires like crazy. So every team is allocated 13 sets of tires. For the whole weekend. For the whole weekend. And in 2000, so this year, they're going to tr do a trial at two of the races where they'll only be allocated 11 sets of tires. I remember them saying that at the end of last season. Does it break down how many, because that doesn't divide into three nicely, 13, if you said we get 13 sets. To me, it yeah. seems like they're always trying to strategize about when they're going to use the softs and quality, right? Because they're mm -hmm. going to get the fastest lap time out of the soft almost 100% of the time. Right. And for strategy, soft tires warm up quicker, mm -hmm. they're stickier quicker. So in qualifying, those are the ones to get your best lap on. And then you're very often seeing that they ran, they only ran one lap in Q3 on a set of softs and they'll start the race on that set of used softs because they're out of their sets of softs. I think you have to start on the on the tire that you qualified on. Yeah, and at those two races, what they're also going to do is hard tires are going to be mandated in Q1, medium mandated in Q2, and soft in Q3. So no one will have an option at those two races what compound they use in the qualifying. So a lot of drivers are not happy with that because yeah. how are you going to get a fast track time with fresh hards? 
Although I will say, if I'm one of the great teams, mm -hmm. I'm like, it sucks I've got to blow my softs just mm -hmm. beating Haas. Like, they're not going to be in Q3, and then they're going to have their second set of softs because they never make it to Q3. Like, and I suppose that does neutralize a little bit this mm -hmm. this balance well, issue. Well, I was going to say, that's why I like the tire issue, is it? it is... It comes into play so much. It's one more piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. It's not just who has the best car. It's oftentimes strategy or how they're using those tires. Or some drivers are great at keeping their tires. Others rip through them. So, But I do just want to double back on Jethro's point. It is comical. Yeah. When you think about the <laughs> amount of technology that exists... And at the end of the day, you wrap a piece of rubber around all that technology. And if that is a shitty piece of rubber, it doesn't fucking matter what And else. they're standard. Like, <laughs> yes. all your proprietary engineering yeah. is fine, but everyone gets the same technology yeah. in those tires. Okay, here's one from uh, Alley Cat X 33 Great name. Uh, the X is, is, is I don't know. Yeah, sexy, right? Newbie here, still on season three of Drive to Survive, but have been binge watching. Why do they weigh themselves after? Okay, there's a few good ones here. So really quick, there is parameters for how much, how light, really how light the car can be, right? Yeah, there's a minimum weight, which I did look this up the other day. I think it's like 758 kilos or something this year. That's just the car. But there's there's a minimum requirement with car and driver. And they obviously have to hit that even when they don't have fuel in the car at the end of the race. And then so the driver obviously weighs in before the race and after the race to make sure they haven't somehow uh, keistered in some weight and then jettisoned it and somehow affected everything, right? Like if they had Well, a, they lose a lot of weight. They, they lose a lot of weight, lot. these drivers. Mm -hmm. So if you, obviously, if you end up with, you know, three liters of um, fuel in the car or less, you know, um, and the driver's lost five kilos themselves, suddenly that's a big difference when you're talking about, you know, weight limits right down to the kilos. So they have to do that. And it, and it happened in the past where cars have been underweight. Yeah, it's funny. They talk about them as big, heavy cars, but yeah, compared to what we drive there, they're nothing, especially compared to what you drive. Don't out me. I drive a carbon fiber electric vehicle. I use one AA battery worth of electricity a week uh, to get everywhere I need to go. I think we talked about the paint jobs, but all the, the black this year, that was to reduce weight by just the tiniest bit. Okay, the same person went on to ask, why do drivers drink from those funny straws? Well, I'm going to take this. Uh, it's because they're wearing helmets. So it's very hard to take a sip out of a Diet Coke or a bottle of water when you have your helmet on. So you need a nice, big, bendy straw to be able to snake up there to your parched lips and slurp that down. So, okay, here's a great one. And I, I tried to get uh, Ricardo to, to give us a percentage when I interviewed him the first time, which is what matters more, the car or the driver? Quite honestly and sadly, the car for sure. Max will, you can't put Max in a Haas. He's not going to win the championship. You can't put him in a Williams and have him win. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to win a world championship in a crappy car, like you say, but when they're close, that's when the drivers make the difference. And that's the point. I guess the engineers are all trying to get to 100. And if they do, and you end up with two or three cars that are pretty much the same, then the driver might only make 3% difference, but 3% is oh. all you need. There was a great one. What, what, what F1 driver do you think is the best cook? I think it's Yuki. Oh, wow. He, he talks. I, there was, I saw an interview of him, and he said if he <laughs> could be another job, he'd want to be a chef. And he thinks he could He thinks he could have been a Michelin star chef. And oh. I trust him. He 
Everyone's asking for his food advice when they go somewhere. He likes to pick the restaurants, so I th- I'm giving that to Yuki. Oh, he's a foodie. I didn't know that. Mm. I didn't think he could wipe his own ass, yeah. let alone prepare a meal. <laughs> That's kind of where I was at. Yeah. 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 If Yuki told me, like, swing by, I'm cooking dinner, my thought is, like, I'm fucked. <laughs> what's 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 for, what's on the menu? Cereal? Yeah. Just uh, Kimpton ramen? Peanut butter? Just a ramen package? Yeah. Okay. Again, we got, we got to get through him. He left so many hostile messages. I just want to play another one of these other uh, messages from Toto. This one was kind of personal to me. I th- yes, it's Toto. Again, I listened to your stupid podcast again, and I don't know why you're talking about who is doing this and who is doing that and who has what amount of rope in their pants. You know, why don't you talk about something that you know about, like being bad in movies or directing films that fell at the box office. Maybe that's what you should discuss. So yeah, that one came <laughs> in shortly after coming in hot. first wow. message he left. And I, they, again, I felt a little personal. Considering you're a fan and said what a study was, that seems mm. extremely rude. I know, I completely declared my love for him. I talked about the massive amount of rope in his slacks, and still he's upset. So, I feel like Mercedes might be unraveling very, very quickly. And uh, yeah, I think Lewis is going to leave. I got a I got a question for you on that card. So I was reading about their, and you know, Toto said they need to completely abandon their car design. Like they they <laughs> completely abandoned. Yeah, they had tried this zero side pod concept, mm-hmm. and it's they can't fix it now. So what can they do? What is that? Can they put Maybe some duct Jethro. tape over something? Yeah, Jethro? Like, like, and then can... what can they really do mid season? Like I'm I'm assuming anything substantial is over budget. This is the problem. Back in the day, they would have done what a lot of manufacturers used to do, a B-spec car, which would come out after six races or whatever. Sometimes it was because they hadn't got their car ready for the new year when the rules were stable, or sometimes it was because they basically had produced a bit of a shitbox and needed a, a fast fix. But now with the budget cap, it's a problem. The concept clearly didn't work last year. Red Bull had shown a way that it does work everyone else basically has followed that philosophy and mercedes has said no we're going to stick to this thing that we know doesn't work because why toto's saying that the car is completely wrong it looks like all this is following on this mike elliott's shoulders and he's you know people are now arguing is he going to get fired also now what you fire him middle you know beginning of the season you bring someone in that can't even implement any changes like if the car is fundamentally flawed and they've they've had a lot of people leave in the background. You know, they've had a lot of engineers leave. They've had James Vowles leave, who's now boss at Williams. Things change. Like we said last time, like these dynasties look impossible to beat. And then almost overnight, they're gone. Well, okay. So last weekend, they were fifth and seven. Um, this coming race that we're here to fucking get revved up mm. about. It's Thursday, uh. guys. It's TikTok. It's hours away. We're going to be watching practice one. It's going to be wonderful. Jeddah hosting the, the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. It's a much different track than we mm. saw at Bahrain in some really key areas. One, it's a street circuit, so there's lots of walls that you're going to see people brushing up against. Their last race had a lot of slow turns, which apparently, you know, everyone agrees the Red Bull is best uh, in the slow and medium speed corners where uh, Jetta's got a lot of really fast, long corners. So I will say that they are, everyone's pretty much agreeing that Ferrari has a better opportunity uh, for this race. But I would argue again, back to that graphic we saw in Bahrain, 
the Mercedes was fast in a straight line. It was faster than the Red Bull. So, I mean, it's, I think we could see a huge improvement from Mercedes this weekend. Fifth, fifth and seventh is not that bad. But when you think, was Lewis 50 seconds off at the end of the race? He was like 50 seconds behind Max, who had clearly gone into cruise mode for most of the race. So they're getting on for a minute off at the end of the race when Red Bull are turn the engine down, cruising around. Like that is the problem. It's not it's not who's in front of them, it's how far behind they are. Yeah. Red Bull. That's their big problem. I, and I don't think they're 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 possibly winning or coming in second. It's just a question of will they be more competitive with Aston and with Ferrari this week? And I think that's that's conceivable. Well Aston Martin was pretty slow, I think, in a straight line compared comparatively. Mm-hmm. So that could be a, a fun little <laughs> battle in the Mid to upper. To the average speed there is over 160 miles an hour. The average. Average speed around. Yeah. The average speed around Jeddah is over 160 miles an hour. So, yeah, downforce is going to be king. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I think Ferrari could get close. Yeah. I think Ferrari will get close in quali. I rewatched last year's race. It was a fucking great race, if you guys remember. It was so good. The DRS zones were really tricky there. Uh, especially the last, going onto the straight, last turn. If you pass someone in the turn, then the person you just overtook was going to have DRS behind you. And it took Mm -hmm. Max like fucking 30 laps to figure it out, but he's the one who cracked it. If you guys remember that great pass at the end, like lap 47, he just edged past him the second he passed the DRS thing. And then Charles couldn't have DRS. And it was like, that was what was needed. That fucking robot figured it out. It was so impressive. They were like slowing down down the street yeah, so that they didn't get up. So they <laughs> yeah. There was a double lockup. Yeah, neither of them wanted, no, yeah. no one wanted to be leading, leading the last turn. What crazy. a race. What a race. They're breaking down the straight, <laughs> <laughs> hoping to be overtaken before the DRS line. <laughs> I love the track, though. It's, it's chaos. There will be big crashes, I think, this weekend. Yeah. And... Yeah, if I was um, one of the other teams, I'd be going to someone at the back of the grid and trying to persuade them to have a crash towards the end to bring mm. out a safety car and, and bring Max yeah. within shooting distance again. Last year at Jeddah, um, Alonso was a motherfucker. He mm. and Alcon were battling, 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 and he got around him, and then he DNF'd. And it was just a reminder like, oh yeah, second race of the season, the cars are going to be shitting out left and right. We could do with a bit of that, I think, early on to spice it up. If Red Bull do dominate again, it will be a bit deflating. So maybe a little crash for Max or something would be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wishing for a, <laughs> like a, little cra- a little crash from Max. I'd That's like, to, a, see no, nothing, I'd like nothing, to see Checo. Nothing that harms him. <laughs> well, this is the one last year that was almost cancelled because there was missile attacks oh, 10 yeah. miles away. Yeah. Yes, you can the, see from, there's almost that driver strike. Yeah, in the wide shot, you can see <laughs> clearly in the deep background, you saw evidence of terrorist attack. 10 miles. Just, <laughs> 10 miles. It was just proceeding along like they weren't blowing shit up. You wouldn't mind if Max got hit with a missile, but he was fine. <laughs> just one isolated. <laughs> as long as as long as he was fine. Oh, as long as he was fine. Ultimately, um, yeah. yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, it would be, you know, what What would really kind of be fun is to see Max have some disaster in quality and have to start. Mm. You know, yeah, that's that's true. what we that's like. Yeah. You know, Lewis had a bunch of those great races. Max has had a few. To watch these dudes start in like 
18th, 19th and win is there's nothing more exhilarating. It's Toto again. And I just needed to also say about this perfect 10 Charlie, it's comical to me that I am not exercising at all, just using my brain, and yet my physique is superior to his. I'm six foot five, he's only six foot three. And this guy who cuts hair, I challenge him at any point to cut a woman or man's hair and make it look much better. I do lose his hair. You probably don't even know that. So. I guess he was All right, a good he, was a hey, he had a rough know. first week. Yeah. He's just spicy. Right he now. wasn't happy with Charlie. Uh, weirdly enough, Christian Horner called, which is weird. He left a message too. Hello, this is Christian Horner from Red Bull Racing. And then I just wanted to get out ahead of a story that's going to be breaking and acknowledge that we've been cheating and that we're $108 million over the cap. None of our victories are legitimate, and that I am a cheat. So that was... <laughs> that almost sounded like Toto was it pretending sound- to be Christian Horner. Like yeah. he's pranking us. I think that was Toto again. <laughs> yeah. I gotta be honest, Toto. it sounded a tongue like Christian, so... I don't know, maybe... <laughs> If Christian gets his hands on this episode, maybe he can call. I, that, yeah. That sounds potentially liable. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is. That's a lot over the cap, too. Big time. Yeah. We went 400 grand last year. None they of eat well of it. A lot of Wagyu steaks. And they eat well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for more F1 with DRS. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply ebay motors is here for the ride with over 122 million parts you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it and with ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Okay, now we want to do a little thing, what we're going to call Pulp from the Paddock. And that's, uh, this is where Matt's going to uh, give us a little bit of gossip and maybe a couple clips. What's some hot gossip from the week leading okay. into Jetta? Well, before I get into the week, you know, last week we were like fanning over Alonzo and just how he's kind of having this resurgence and is exciting. And I found a story from 2007. Oh, you're digging. I'm pretty sure he was with McLaren at the time and he did not like his principal, his boss. Okay. And his boss renownedly hated, like he was a clean freak and hated juicy fruits, not the gum, but juicy fruits and thinks they should all be <laughs> cut with a fork and knife. Hmm. So to piss off his boss, he went to a meeting, sat beside him, pulled out the juiciest peach he could find, oh just slopped it beside him, and that was the last year he ever raced there. He apparently, <laughs> that fractured their relationship and left, and I think that is one of the most badass moves <laughs> a driver can do. But I just need to start <laughs> off with that one. 
Another one is we missed when we had the, uh, it was Checo Max and um, Alonzo sitting up there talking about the race and Checo made that great statement. Yes. We missed the one about Max because um, something fell off of so- of someone's car. Oh, well. I think it was Le- right out of the gates, that? Leclerc's car was, it was just Leclerc's car. Fu- yeah, obliterated. And then they were like, the announcers asked, what fell off your car? And Max commented, that was a sandbag. Just commenting on how slow their car was that it was tied down with a bunch of sandbags. That was amazing. Wow. We also had Lewis Hamilton was set up to a lie detector test. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. And he was asked about peeing in the car. Oh, my God. And he said he hadn't. However, the lie detector test (gasps) said he had. And then he admitted, yes, of course he has. Of course. And I think that this is... Definitely a common occurrence. Maybe they don't always want to talk about it. A, of course they do. And B, I wouldn't give a shit about it. Like if I'm racing a car, the last thing I care about is whether I've pissed in or not. But I go to when I try to pee in the ocean and just having to contend with (laughs) waves. When you're swimming, you're you're treading water and you're like trying to get that sweet spot where you let your prostate relax and you open up the floodgates. But it's hard when you're, just treading water. And I think if you're going, you're pulling five G's. I mean, think about simultaneously breaking into one of those turns, then pulling four G's and also telling your bladder, relax and just cover the seat. Yeah. It's got to be a skill they develop. I can, what would seem more probable is that they're They've got to pee so fucking bad, it feels like the bladder's going to rupture. Yeah. yeah. And every time they break and every time they go through a turn, they're like, it's going to fucking tear, uh, but I can't relax. It's almost shocking to me no one wears a catheter. I was huh. going to say, why couldn't they get some sort of like cup? Like a, like, a, sense. like an athletic cup. Right. Kind of thing. And into a bag. Something and they get sticky. Yeah. Because I've heard about the condom. People wear yeah. a condom somehow that you can urinate into. But <laughs> What? Yes, this is, this is a, you know, it's like a tube at the end of a condom, so you don't have to put the, the you don't have to actually uh, have a catheter. A catheter. Yeah. Sidebar. Jethro, you wouldn't have known, you wouldn't have had these commercials in England, I can't imagine, but we had a commercial that ran in this country endlessly, and it was the c- cowboy catheter. And this guy would say, I've been cowboying <laughs> for 20 years, and I don't like pain. That's why I use Spearman cath. When I cath, and he uses cath as a verb, which is great. That's neither here nor there. The guy in the commercial is definitely <laughs> 70 years old. And at one point on the 11,000th viewing, Chris and I were in bed and I go, this guy's been only cowboying for 20 years. Like is, That means he started at 50. <laughs> <laughs> like for the writers, it sounded like a lot. Like I'm a cowboying for 20. But you do the math and you're like, you got into cowboying at 50. No wonder you have to calf now. That's too late. We got something to look out for this season. So, Gasly. So, if you don't know, um, drivers, if they um, do kind of a really bad move or do something bad, they get points against them. And you can get only 12 penalty points against you before you have to miss a race. Oh. And right now, the leader in those points, which you don't want to be the leader, is Gasly. So from he just is, race number one? No, from the, it, it re, it's a whole I don't calendar. Know it re, yeah, it resets, and it doesn't reset, I think, until May. <gasps> so right now, he has 10 points. Oh. And if for some reason he gets 12 points, he's missing a race. So for Alpine, really trying to get in there, which kind of makes me worried. Like, Gasly, he's an aggressive driver. And I don't want him to start getting sensitive with this. So these next few races, he might be 
relaxing a bit or he might just say fuck it no the really only person go. i want to rack up some points is my boy checo who i love yes. but that way we can get ricardo in the car yes <laughs> yeah exactly and he i think checo's pretty low on the points there's which i think he's Gasly is standing alone at the top kind of surprising it yeah. is. Yeah. I would think like Alonzo and Checo, these guys who are cutting people battling, off. Yeah. shoving people into the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But then we also, you know, talking about Ricardo, Helmet Marco said a quote. I think it was this week or last. He said, I've got one eye on Daniel and one eye on Checo to decide who will be our second driver. Speaking of Ricardo, there's been a weird situation going on in McLaren social wise. So obviously they're missing their star. Boy, like he was the face of McLaren, even though he wasn't doing it. He's so fun, exciting. And now McLaren has been doing this weird PR stint where there's like this commercial with um, Piastri walking into a room and all the little girl kids are calling him pastry. So now they're nicknaming him pastry and they're trying to get him to be this like fun loving, cute kid. Yeah, you go and, from the honey badger to the pastry. I don't know who's running the marketing over there. It's, it's a strange one. A lot of people are commenting on it. It doesn't look good, but you can tell they're like investing into some commercials. The pastry. All that's pastry. A, that's a bad, bad. Yeah. There's nothing fast about a pastry. You eat a pastry and you take a fucking you nap. You go slow. Yeah. Yeah. You slow it right. Down. <laughs> the yeah. memes of of Danny after oh. Oh. McLaren's performance. I mean, they're incredible. They're Just anytime he's laughing or joking around and sell any any dancing, mm. and it's oh. you know, it's all Danny watching race number one, and it's yeah, they're great. He's the Shaquille O'Neal of F one. Yeah, this most really likable, good time, and fuck yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine there's too many people that say anything bad about him. Boy, Lando was so sweet about him when they fired him, wasn't he, on uh, Drive to Survive? Boy, what a compassionate <laughs> oh uh, my young God. man. Nice young man. Really kind. Really made me like him. Really made me like him. <laughs> oh, you're not there yet, are you? Oh, my God. Uh, it, was, it was like when he said he didn't have uh, sympathy. Yeah, yeah sympathy. he doesn't care at all. Doesn't care. <laughs> oh, wow. How bad can you hate a guy that's making you look great? I mean, at the end of but the day. But Lando spends his, he spent the whole last two years being asked about Daniel Ricciardo. No one asked him about him. It was just yeah. like, what's going on with Daniel? Do you feel bad? For, are you coaching Daniel? He's like, no, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to be an F1 good driver myself. So I get his frustration. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was And a being a me. teammate with someone as charming as Daniel, that's got to be a little yeah. tricky. Yeah. Okay, great. That was some good gossip. Do you want to hit bold statements, overreactions? Underreactions after week one? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're putting yeah. out this kind of hot poll. Take, yeah, hot poll. take poll. Hot take poll. And where will you be able to vote on it? We'll throw this on Instagram. Okay, so you'll be able to go on Instagram and uh, have your voice heard. Straightforward first one, we saw Red Bull's dominance, um, both in Team Red Bull and Aston Martin, but they, uh, they blew everyone away. Do you think Red Bull will win? They'll have a car win all 23 races. Tall order. Tall you order. You got two... Two options. Checo looked great, too. Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say that they will definitely have a weekend where they are not on the podium. Yeah. There's got to be a DNF somewhere. Or a crash at the at turn one. Yeah, penalty. They're both up there. You know, Jethro. Yeah, that, it's not going to happen. That George Russell said it, didn't he? He said he thought they'd win every race. But I think uh, everyone from Mercedes been, said it. <laughs> yeah, this was there, the quote there, from Mercedes. There's been a lot of dominant teams, but I can't. There's just too much random chance they're not going to win 23 in a row. I don't think, I mean, Max won't. But the fact they have two cars, I don't think it'll happen, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, all right, we talked about Mercedes. Their car sucks. Lewis is in his last year of his contract. Um, has Lewis won his last F1 race? Mm. Mm. Not with Mercedes necessarily, but has, has he won his last race? No. 
Jethro. No, he's too good. Yeah. He he will win a race. I think I think he's gonna leave Mercedes. Yeah. That's my that's my prediction. I think he's had enough. Are there any spots okay, that so, are likely just, for him to go? Yeah, exactly. Let's let's uh let's let's do the math on all this. So he leaves. Yeah, exactly. Where is he going? Yeah, Ferrari, they're gonna get rid of science or they're not no. he's gonna he's he's gonna go to Ferrari. Okay. Leclerc. Leclerc is gonna slot into Red Bull. Oh my god, listen and to La- this prediction. And, and Lando is gonna go to Mercedes. Oh, and that's how it's going to work. You heard it. <laughs> I have a wild prediction, and I was telling Jethro earlier, my prediction is I think Stroll's dad is ruthless mm-hmm. and smart. I think he might get Lewis going over to Aston Martin for one year. Stroll becomes a third driver, and Stroll just has to accept it. And mm-hmm. I like Stroll, but that's just my crazy prediction. Probably not going to happen. He's never benching his son. <laughs> is, I, I'm going to say if he hasn't done okay. it yet he certainly <laughs> yeah I mean but his son has a, two broken wrists and a fucking broken toe and he still was in the still car they, had a, they have an alternate driver they could have plugged in and, and <laughs> no, seemed yeah. normal he has a great little story about the wrist thing on his Instagram go check it out really well this emotional. has done a lot this whole Bahrain weekend has 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 given Stroll young Lance Stroll a little more love It's and I don't For mind sure. seeing it this I did not been like the, him and now I'm, I've yeah. turned a, yeah. I flipped a corner on he's him. been the redhead stepchild for a while in fact when i first got into formula One, i was talking to a guy who's who lives it and he goes yeah well look it's the best sport in the world 19 of the best drivers in the world in land stroll <laughs> and that was you know that was four years ago he's like pulling no punches it's up. hard when your dad owns a team oh, to get yeah. out from that shadow it is but, but he did break two wrists and still gotten six and two weeks toe. later and really it's attributed to the toughness of canadians i gotta be honest with you all right hot take number three Aston Martin will finish second in Constructors' Cup. They had a great performance week one. Both cars, they're currently sitting in second. We saw reliability issues from Ferrari, who would probably otherwise be number two. But can they pull it off? Yeah, it's tough to know. I mean, it's hard because Ferrari has the potential to implode at any second, always. Um, Sainz was just not on it at all, was he, last weekend? And if his head drops... I think Leclerc could do to science what Verstappen does to his teammates and just absolutely rinse him for the entire season. And then suddenly you've got Leclerc coming second or third, but science coming eighth or ninth. And then, you know, maybe if Aston Martin are coming fourth and fifth every race, they sneak up on the rails. So I'm going to say I think Aston Martin could do that, yeah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, science is interesting. He's like... he is so fast sometimes. I guess he just has yeah. consistency issues. It's like he's never blistering fast the whole race. There's always 20 laps where you're wondering, is he is he just conceded to what spot he's in? He feels like he's waiting for the bad thing to happen. Yeah. Like, he does really well in, in qualifying, and he's not pumped about it. Like, he's not confident. He's, like, just waiting for the well, bottom to fall out. last year, he got pole, famously. And he was waiting for the, second, yeah. As yeah. soon as they interviewed him, he's like, you know, he basically said, like, I'll try to stay ahead of Max for as many laps as possible. But, but second Max would be great. Win. So yeah. he says immediately yeah. after he gets pole, it's like, yeah. He's just waiting for it to but come But we apart. were talking um, percentages earlier, and he, I think he runs at 100% just to hang on to Leclerc when Leclerc slots in the car and I think Leclerc's got another gear and it might only be two percent but it must be soul destroying because because science is really good he works so hard yeah he 
get he like builds and builds and builds and he gets to this qualifying and you think yeah he's right there and then Leclerc bang pulls out some magic lap and it's game over and that that is the sort of thing that does literally crush your soul also you don't I think one time last season we saw Leclerc step over the line of his own limit you know run out of talent but you see Carlos run out of talent pretty frequently uh I think because that's because he's on the he's right on the on the edge. Yeah. And I love watching Leclerc in the car because he is he dances the car like he doesn't leave anything on the table, and that is hard for for science because most of these drivers are having to manage to a certain extent. But but Leclerc's like an old school like seventies F one driver. He he has one speed and that is it flat out. Mm, he's so good. I love how respectful he and Max are to each other too. Yeah. Even last year at uh, Jeddah. Uh, over the radio right after the race charles was like the max was that was good that was good like that, he, that like, had to be fun yeah too. like right. he, he 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 gave it to him he's like fuck that was a battle and he got it i don't know there's i i love the respect between those two i guess just because they've been racing since they were little kids together but there's something that's, cool there. that's why i want to see him in the same car that's why yeah. i want to see the oh. switch i want to see the hamilton to ferrari leclerc to red oh, can you imagine max and leclerc in the same car no it would be insane they'd take each other out yeah. they'd have to right i was, I'm gonna say they would crash <laughs> they would crash all the time but imagine oh. the battle leading up to the crash it would be fantastic yeah yeah you know me i'm uh i'm drunk on max i think ultimately he'd be faster but i do think it'd swap a lot i think there'd be i don't know who knows? Yeah, I think Max is just more consistent, but there'd be days that Leclerc was was magic because he's got that um, mercurial-style talent, hasn't he? Yeah, and that charmed everything, that Frenchness, that gorgeousness. And, and, that, and that tiny penis you discussed last time. Yeah, well, no, I actually just think he blows quickly. <laughs> I don't know that. I think he's got a fine heart. Yeah, yeah. He's good. I don't think it's anything to... I don't, think, I don't think it's memorable one way or another, which is great. That's really all you can ask for as a guy. You just don't want to be... You don't want to stand out either way, you know? Okay, so those are the predictions. Do we want to also plant a flag in 10th? We would like to start a betting pool. Mm -hmm. This will be the first week we do it. We're going to say that the, this is hefty. This is going to be hefty, but the, it's it's a $100 buy-in. Great. Okay, so there's going to be $400 in the kitty. We'll figure out the conversion for you, Jethro. That's probably <laughs> yeah. 28 pounds or something. You're, yeah. That thing is always worth <laughs> yeah, so much more than the dollar. I'm always like, how are these fucking Brits? Why is this pound worth so much? Four times what a dollar does. Don't we have a bigger economy? And I shit? also bought us a nice first place Pirelli hat that we can have a photo shoot with each person oh. that wins every week with the Pirelli hat. Okay, wonderful. Gonna We're gonna ship one, to Jethro. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I, I want everyone to be on record of making a prediction for who they think is gonna finish in tenth, the last slot of points. Let's go in order of age. Charlie's the youngest. Huh? Yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? We could have done beauty as well. You still go first. So great. <laughs> take your pick. We'll take AJ and beauty. Um, I'm going to go with Lando. Oh my God. That was my pick. You bastard. I should never let the fucking beauty go first. Okay. So Charlie's Lando. He claimed Lando. That's a good pick. I think he's going to climb out of that last place spot and get himself a point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think now you're younger, Matt, than Jethro. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Yuki. Wow, okay. You know, I like that. Cut 11th last week, and I think he's going to be really desperate to get up there. And if he doesn't, it's going to be 10th or a DNF. That's my, that's my guess. <laughs> all or nothing. Yeah. All or nothing. <laughs> Jethro, you want to make a prediction? Esteban Ocon just feels like a perennial 10th place type finisher, so I'm going Ocon. 
He really does. He has to have a lot of tenth place. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love, I'd love them to be flying, but yeah, tenth place for uh, Esteban. Okay, I think that's a really strong pick. You guys Who are taking are all the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that could be in that spot. Albon, yeah. obviously, he mm -hmm. finds his way. He loves to just land in tenth often. I, I got no sense of what the Williams can do uh, mm -hmm. based on Bahrain. I just don't know. What about the Hulk? No, listen. I don't even want to talk about those guys. They they deserve a lot of respect, and I'm not prepared to give it to them. I don't know why Haas, with all the other challenges they have. Or bringing all these guys who haven't driven in years. I don't understand that strategy. You, like, we kind of made fun of Alpine for their driver lineup, but I don't understand the Haas lineup one bit. Maybe you do. I love the Hulk. Yeah, you you have a... Yeah, because you watch these guys be dominant. I, but for me... Have you seen the Hulk's... The Hulk's hair is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he that's who should, really should be hair. a stylist. Yeah. It's, it's who incredible. Do, who do I want to go to Oktoberfest with? The Hulk. But, you know, do I think he's going to be in 10th? Um, I'm going to go with Albon. I'm going to go with Albon okay. for the 10 spot. Okay. So we're all locked in. Uh, we'll find out next week. Should in the event that no one was right, which is pretty likely, <laughs> there's a, uh, <laughs> let's see, there'd be a 60%. This is a, you know, whatever. I can't do the math right now. There's a high percentage that none of us get it right. There'll be a carryover. Carryover. Wow. There'll be a carryover. So There'll be a new buying every here. week. So it's going to get pricey and this could really climb. Someone could be walking away with, millions of dollars by the end of these 23 races. I kind of hope this carries races. over for many weeks. It's going to make it really yeah. exciting. We'll get to the end of the season and never have predicted <laughs> the 10th place finisher. Not one. It's quite possible. I mean, it's, yeah, I think that's <laughs> pretty likely. likely yeah. We might have to move to picking two people each. I do want to make a pact where if someone does win, because after 23 weeks at $400 a week, that's eight. That's 9000 bucks. <laughs> I almost think I insist that whoever wins has to buy like a 90s Honda Civic or something. I think someone should have to buy a car we put a roll cage in and race in lemons. Something, like something has to come out of this. Okay. Like <laughs> or an that. old Crown Vic. That's a plan. That's a plan. I like the idea of lemons, definitely. Uh, 10 is a hard pick for it, me. It is. It is. Because even like 8, they're, they're better than most. Mm -hmm. They're better than they're in the top half, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's easier to pick. Tenth is like you're smack dab in the middle. Yeah, everyone that was listed could a thousand percent get tenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I love you guys. I cannot wait for Jetta. It's going to be an awesome weekend, and it's here. we will be uh, coming to you on Tuesday with all of our reactions, more gossip from Matt, more polls from Perfect Ten Charlie, more expertise from Jethro. And more annoying messages from Toto by way of me. <laughs> uh, love everybody. And remember to push, 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 push.